Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. So my husband and I are watching The Matrix 4 right now, the new one that just came out. We're about halfway through. It's a long movie. And he says to me, oh my gosh, we're living in the Matrix. And we are. Here's what's changed in recent years. When I started doing this for a living, I was debunking articles, news stories, why socialism is good for health care. And they'd lie like they always lie. But it was on individual issues. Now, it's about reality. Their lies are so big, so all-encompassing. The media's that they are literally toying with people's ability to perceive reality correctly. And these lies are different. Before, if you wanted to tune out the mainstream media and whatever they are lying about today, whatever the issue was, you could. You could just shut the TV off. Now we're all required to participate. Try going somewhere without a mask during the height of the pandemic. Or maybe if you didn't get your vaccine, you're sitting at home unemployed. All must participate in the new reality. And anyone who denies it gets canceled. It's the Matrix. Do you want to hear what it sounds like as the media spins it? You'll want to hear them actually create the Matrix in real time. That fake reality full of delusion and fear. Well, here you go. This is the actual press conference from Texas for the first supposed Omicron death, the week of Christmas. It was held by Texas health officials. We can't confirm that the patient died from COVID, but we can say that he was Omicron positive at the time of his death. So he died with COVID, but you can't say that he died from COVID. Correct. Now, here's how the media covered this. From Matt Tybee's Substack account. Notice how the part where the patient died with COVID, not necessarily of COVID, gets conveniently erased and fear and terror is injected instead. This is a montage of every major news outlet, mainstream media news outlet in America, including, sadly, Fox News. Texas confirmed the first death from Omicron here in the U.S. Whoops. Death as COVID surges are surging. Our first Omicron-related death. The nation now with its first known death from Omicron. First confirmed death from the Omicron variant. It is very possible. There have been other deaths. We're going to see certainly hospitalizations and deaths. The one thing that we are seeing is that, if anything, it does not appear to be more severe. It might, in fact, be less severe, but we're holding off on that 
till we see how it does in our own country. So, I mean, you haven't That's seen the worst of Omicron. Absolutely correct. Hospitals are now bracing for an ominous outbreak of Omicron. The country appears to be slipping into a COVID vice tonight. The aggressive Delta variant squeezing us from one side, the more contagious Omicron strain multiplying on the other. Omicron spreading at breakneck speed. It really feels like our holiday events may be hanging in the balance. Death. Death related to the Omicron variant. Dr. Anthony Fauci is talking about Omicron. A virus that's capable of hospitalizing and killing people to see deaths due to this. And so in response to all of this, today I'm raising the COVID-19 threat level from yellow to orange. The first known Omicron death, death, death. The president's playbook to tackle Omicron comes as the U.S. just recorded the first death. A nation in crisis prompts a presidential address to tackle the Omicron spike. Omicron is serious, potentially deadly business for unvaccinated people. Not one of these outlets accurately reported that the man died with COVID and not necessarily of COVID. Again, for comparison, here you go. We can't confirm that the patient died from COVID, but we can say that he was Omicron positive at the time of his death. So he died with COVID, but you can't say that he died from COVID. Correct. As I reported last week on this podcast, they've been running this scam for a long time. In fact, eventually one of the biggest stories of our lifetimes, I believe, will be how they faked an entire pandemic. No, COVID isn't fake, but the sheer size, volume, and terror of it was mostly completely fake. Last week, I reported about the UK Telegraph's shocking story. Telegraph's one of the main dailies over there, kind of like the Washington Post and the New York Times, that 70% of their current COVID hospitalizations weren't. They'd been admitted for something else and then later tested positive while in the hospital for COVID. The reporter, you'll remember, who did the story was outraged that they'd been lied to like this. So outraged, in fact, it's like she took one of the red pills from the Matrix and woke up. That's often a painful process. It's kind of scary, though, when the person waking up is an international journalist and she's this clueless Here's her tweet. Astonishing fact, 70% of London's so-called COVID hospitalizations are diagnosed several days after admission for other ailments. They are not COVID patients. A positive test eight days after admission means the hospital basically gave the patient COVID. She continues her tweet storm with this. It's time for humanity to prevail over scientists. Amen, Allison. Wish you'd been writing this stuff a year ago. In fact, she doesn't ask the key question. If it's this way now, have they lied the entire pandemic? Is this going on on a worldwide basis? Who's driving it? And the answer is yes, of course it's going on on a worldwide basis. All of this turned into something of a scandal in the UK, with the Telegraph berating public health authorities for, quote, dodgy data, unquote. The U.S. media, of course, pretended that none of this had been discovered and were completely uninterested in it. But it's clear Anthony Fauci took note of it and inoculated himself against it. Fauci admitted, volunteered actually last week in an interview, that most of the kid COVID hospitalizations are fake in much the same way right here. That's your clue? It's not just the kids. He was smart to just deal with the kids. It's the adults too. But the other important thing is that if you look at the children who are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with covid as opposed to because of COVID. And what we mean by that, if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID. 
and they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual, when in fact they may go in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. So it's overcounting the number of children who are, quote, hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. Bingo. I've been trying to explain this for more than a year and a half, that it's questionable whether this was ever even actually a pandemic, whether the numbers actually ever reached that level. His admission there is a bombshell. In other words, they're doing the same thing here to artificially pump up the numbers, in the case of UK, by 70%, that they're doing there. It's going on here. He doesn't want to be caught flat-footed. He wants to be able to say, well, you know, I've always talked about this. But he hasn't. Unfortunately, decisions to vaccinate children are being made according to those fake numbers that he never bothered to mention or admit to before. This is how they create and maintain the matrix, the fake world of fear we all live in. And again, folks, they've been lying to us for years. That's not what's new. What's new is that we're now all required to physically participate in whatever lie, whatever fantasy they're cooking up right now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's an example. My local city council, the Greenville City Council here in Greenville, South Carolina, foisted a mask ordinance on us. You had to have some kind of face covering. It could even be a T-shirt you tied around your face. But did most of those masks work? Nope. Now, that's old news to you if you listen to talk radio. You've known that for like a year and a half. But if you watch CBS, this is bombshell level stuff. And Face the Nation actually admitted it. Over the Christmas break, masks don't work. I bring this up not because you care about masks or even want to hear about COVID anymore. I'm as sick of it as you are. That's not the point. The point is how they create these fake realities that we're now all required to participate in as active contributors to a fantasy world that's not actually real. And to show you how, if you listen to talk radio, you knew by about halfway through 2020 that the masks didn't work. They're just catching up to you now, the viewers of CBS. And it's 2022. Here's former FDA director, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, on CBS's Face the Nation, admitting that those cloth masks never worked over Christmas break. What do you tell parents? Are cloth masks just not good enough anymore? 
Cloth masks aren't going to provide a lot of protection. That's the bottom line. This is an airborne illness. We now understand that. And a cloth mask is not going to protect you from a virus that spreads through airborne uh, transmission. We now know? Um, no. I've been reporting that since April of 2020. We knew that. We had the data. It's just that anybody who tried to bring it up got Facebook jailed or banned off social media to protect the matrix. It was a shocking holiday indeed for liberal viewers who watched CBS or Face the Nation over Christmas. They learned things like there was never any reason to shut down schools. Well, I'll let CBS correspondent Jan Crawford explain. This conversation began when she was asked what the biggest untold story of 2021 is. Okay, so I may as well tell you guys, it's, it's the crushing impact that our COVID policies have had on young kids and children. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- by far, you know, the least serious risk for serious illness. Uh, but, I mean, even teenagers, you know, a healthy teenager has a one in a million chance of getting and, di- and dying from COVID, which is way lower than, you know, dying in a car wreck on a road trip. Uh, but they have suffered and sacrificed the most, especially kids and underrepresented, at-risk communities. And now we have the Surgeon General saying there's a mental health crisis mm-hmm. among our kids. Uh, the risk of suicide girl, suicide attempts among girls now up 51% this year. Uh, black kids uh, nearly twice as likely as, as white kids to die by suicide. I mean, school closures, lockdowns, cancellation of sports. You couldn't even go on a playground in the D.C. area uh, without cops scurrying, uh, getting, shooing the kids off. Tremendous negative impact on kids. Wait, 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 wait. What was that again, Jan? You know, a healthy teenager has a one in a million chance of getting and, di- and dying from COVID, which is way lower than you know, dying in a car wreck on a road trip. What are your chances of dying in an auto accident? A shocking one in 107 for your lifetime. On an annual basis, the average American has a one in 9,094 chance of being killed in a car crash. That's roughly 0.011 for your life. It's one in 107, so a little less than 1%. And what do we do? We get in the car day in and day out without thinking about it. There was never any reason to shut down schools. So now I got two questions. Why did my local city council, and I wouldn't be surprised if yours did the same, institute a mask ordinance when masks never worked? Why do we shut down schools when kids had no real chance of dying of COVID, not if they were healthy, because they wanted to for the matrix, for their run at control, and of course to defeat President Trump with terror and scare narratives. Given that number, why are we vaccinating children at all for COVID? Ah, those are questions you're still not allowed to ask. All this has carried a very real price. For me personally, I haven't seen my brother, who believes all this stuff, in two years. My nephew, who loves him to death, keeps asking about him. When will I see him again? He finally got his answer over Christmas when my brother said that he would be back by when COVID was over. In other words, if the left has their way... Never. This has torn families and workplaces apart, it turns out, for no darn good reason, other than divisiveness and control. Here's a question. If 70% of the COVID hospitalizations weren't, what percentage of the COVID deaths weren't? In other words, they were for something else, and the person tested positive for COVID. Remember when Elon Musk took the same COVID test four times in one day and got two positives and two negatives? 
If you COVID test someone enough, you'll get a positive. It returns 70 to 90% false positives. How fake was this COVID narrative? Well, we found out a lot over Christmas, and I have a feeling in the coming months we're going to find out a whole lot more. Essentially, we wrecked our economies and saw 96,000 U.S. businesses, according to Forbes, close permanently, mainly due to lockdowns and the economic depression created by fake COVID, or rather, faking COVID. Again, not the disease itself, but the prevalence of it and the relative deadliness of it. For what? How to get Trump out of office? small price to pay. Yeah, and to make a run at total government control as well. But there is, it appears, something that's killing people at a record-breaking rate, at least for modern times. You'd think the media would be curious to find out what it is. This was a shocking announcement. The CEO of the life insurance company One America dropped this truth bomb over the break. The death rate is up by a stunning 40% from pre-pandemic levels among not the elderly, but those 18 to 64. A 40% increase? That's stunning. What are they dying of? They're dying, he says, in huge, huge numbers. It's primarily working age people 18 to 64. And they work for companies that their group life insurance company, One America, has to pay out for. Here's what he says. And what we saw just in the third quarter, we're seeing it continue into the fourth quarter, is that the death rates are up 40% over what they were pre-pandemic. Just to give you an idea of how bad it is, he said, a three sigma or a one in 200 year catastrophe would be 10% increase over pre-pandemic. So 40% is just unheard of. What's killing them? Not COVID? Nope. They're not classified as COVID deaths, the vast majority of them, he says. And he goes on to say something like, well, maybe they're COVID deaths. Maybe they just didn't get a test first or something. And then he doesn't really dwell on what it is. What do you think it is? Why isn't the media more curious? After all, they spent a year obsessing over something that kills one in a million healthy teenagers. You'd think they'd be interested in a record-breaking 40% increase in the rate of death from something... That isn't COVID, but they don't care. Not interested at all. Finally, we wrap today's podcast with AOC, who is more convinced than ever that you think she's hot and you want to hook up with her or something. AOC, as I'm sure you now know, was busted partying with the boyfriend at a drag bar in Florida. Folks, who goes to a drag bar? Do you know people who do that? I don't know anybody who does that. These people are really Weird. They're not like it. They're not normal. Anyway, whatever. All right. Back to AOC in Florida. Oh, the irony. Florida is so dangerous and scary that AOC decided to go on vacation in Miami this week. You know it's a free state when even a Democrat can enjoy cocktails without being forced to show her papers or wear a mask, which is what her own constituents face in New York, which, by the way, is having a record-breaking COVID outbreak in her, her district. Where does she go? She don't want to go in her district. She's going down to Florida. Sean Duffy nailed the irony of this the best on Fox News. That never works, Trace. Uh, (laughs) But what what I think is interesting is the fact that, you know, she goes down to Florida. And listen, this is a free state. So there was no no mask requirement where she was dining out. There was no uh, requirement to show your vaccine passport to get into the restaurant. And she felt completely safe 
going to that restaurant, going to bars, partying without those requirements. So the question becomes, if you feel safe to do this in Florida, why can't mm-hmm. your people be safe in New York to have those same freedoms? She can't answer that question. So she goes to people just want me. And that's what it is, because people don't care that she's not wearing a mask. I mean, nobody cares that she's down in Florida not wearing a mask. They care that she's telling others to wear a mask everywhere she goes, and then she doesn't wear one, even if she doesn't have to at the time. That's the whole problem here. When you have communists and socialists, oftentimes they don't live by the same rules that they promote. Listen, they live, they don't live in the squalor of the economies that they create. They live in a lab of luxury, lap of luxury. And same thing here. They, they don't want to follow the rules of masks and, 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 and vaccine mandates. They want to live in freedom, but they want everyone else to live by a different standard. And again, that's why it's so rich and hypocritical that she'll go to Florida and live and party mm-hmm. in a free state, again, subjecting her constituents to a different standard. Finally, want an easier way to get this podcast? Download the Odyssey app and hit subscribe, and you'll automatically get a message every time it's uploaded. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, the Odyssey app. Then just look up Battleground America and hit subscribe. Thanks for listening. with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.